0: Today's episode is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. Just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. Today's show is also brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ is an insurance agency that does things just a bit differently. They help health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, vegans, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward success. Or mention the promo code success when you talk to a health IQ agent. And now let's jump into today's show.
1: I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in bespoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great.
2: What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What is happening? What up? What up? Dr. Douglas Thomas, who is under the weather and did not have his organifi with him, got mm, caught. I right. Hey, no, right. man, a, a OG once said it's better to be caught with it than without it. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Uh, we all wishing you back to health. Listen, if me and Carl got to carry this podcast, it ain't going uh, so to be nothing new to the deal. listeners. Right. But right. just to make the announcement on the front end, uh, <laughs> we'll be more than happy to carry this. Uh, no is doubt. So, man, I, I, I think I sent E, I sent you the pictures of them digging up my whole yard, right? Whole yard. So, like, I'm, t- bruh. I don't know if I told you. They like. What?
0: what? They was doing it when I was there. Same thing oh, or yeah, something else? Yeah.
2: No, 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 same thing. Oh, wow. So, file Now, y'all, y'all know, I, I'm not going to say I got a green thumb, but I did have, you know, I had some landscaping done, right? <laughs> so I had bricks, you know, the little landscaping bricks around my tree, and I had them along the little pathway. So these jokers, by, by the way, they came up to my door telling me, oh, hey, sir, we're going to be out here working for a, a couple days. You know, we're installing some new pipe. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, they're gonna dig up, you know, couple maybe a hole, two feet hole. No, they dug up probably about how deep? Eight feet, seven feet? Easy. They done dug a hole. Easy. a Huge hole. Easy. In the in the uh front yard. So I'm like, okay, so these jokers out there day, night, just I mean, I can't even get in and out of my driveway. I'm talking about just a pain. But the real fair file was I'm pissed off, they've been out there eight months working on it. I came out there, these jokers done took up my landscaping bricks, and they done put a tarp around the hole and used my landscaping bricks to hold the tarp down. fight. <laughs> now, how you going to use my bricks from my tree to hold down your tarp? I came out there, bro. I almost let them have it, bro. I was like, yo, you have got to be kidding me. They used Savage. my bricks from around the tree to hold down the tarp. So my stuff was just, I'm like, OK, this. now this thing got out of hand. And I was about to go crazy, but I uh, I'm trying to keep my rebaptismal savage. in uh, mm, in order. Mm, mm. But no, is that Ooh, not fair? The fair Fair
0: It's savage. That ain't neither. That's, that's savage. savage. <laughs> They're like <laughs> I don't <laughs> care nothing <none laughs> about your garden and your landscape. Bruh, but that's oh, they really dumb, bro, that's <laughs> savage. Oh, they got people. cigarette they butts in my yeah, lawn. Yeah, I'm oh, like, why? yo, y'all just throwing
2: squares down. This is just unprofessional yeah, as it no. comes. But I ain't feel like, you know what I mean? I'm not sure they would have responded oh, well no to questions. a pep talk. No, they wouldn't have. So I was like, you know what? Let me <laughs> no. just, because they putting down a gas line, so somebody could magically forget, you know what I mean, to do something else mm. I was blow up. So I, uh, I, I, chose the, I chose the higher route, you know what I'm saying? So, I like that, anyway,
1: the higher route, right. the high road. <laughs> yeah,
2: the high road. Yeah, yeah, what did I say, higher route? Yeah, that was one of yeah, the E.T. Yeah. Uh, it sounded right. Um, real quick, OK, so what are we talking about today? Oh. So, yeah, E, you have to walk us through. For those of you who don't know and not on Instagram, I don't even know if we talked about it here, but um, Eric Thomas, in typical E.T. fashion, has done it again. I don't know how, but (laughs) some kind of way, um, E has been working with Loyola Chicago this whole year, and um, I don't even know if we said anything. I mean, you work with, you know, a couple teams or whatever, but this year... You have been working pretty closely with Loyola Chicago. Yep. And uh unless you just hate sports altogether or live under the <laughs> rock, uh, you know that Loyola has made it to the final four. So, final four. I don't yeah. think we said anything last week, but that's actually why he was here in Atlanta. He went to sweet speak to him at the Sweet 16. And I'll be honest, when they won their first game, I was like, oh wow, that's dope. Loyola. Like he uh, got hey, me and E hey. were texting was like, yo, we gotta win. And then they won again, and I was like, yo, they're in the Sweet 16, this is amazing. So he was like, I'm going to come down there. So he came down here, he went and spoke to him. Sweet 16, they won, and I was like, okay, this is getting downright scary. And so I'm like, no way they can go to the Final Four. (laughs) And they absolutely did get the victory, and now they are in the Final Four, and they are playing... uh, Michigan. A team that we're not even allowed to say right. the name of right. them oh, on my, this podcast. My, right. yeah. of my yeah. also, You don't mind? Yeah, yeah no, no, fault. no, I'm mine. I'm Um <laughs> they're, play, they're playing an amazing blue team from from Ann Arbor. Yeah. Um, and, and just, I mean, it's just been an incredible journey. And so, E, uh, for those of us who don't get a chance to work closely with these teams and see the ins and outs, like, this is like one of the biggest miracle Cinderella stories ever in the tournament. And, you know, to have Loyola Chicago, and I don't even know what conference they play in, but, you know, you got, you know, Michigan State's out, North Carolina's out, Hmm. Arizona's out. You got all of these big-time programs who have these huge recruits who are essentially supposed to be in the Final Four every year, right, based on rankings, recruiting, you know, who's supposed to be what based at the beginning of the year. And here you have, in the Final Four, Loyola Chicago, up there with two, I guess, three other huge programs, Michigan, Villanova, and Kansas. And then you have Loyola Chicago, who just doesn't even seem like they fit there. One, <laughs> walk us through what it's like been like working with them. Two, tell us anything you noticed about their work ethic or dedication or teamwork that allowed them to get to this level. And three, I guess, what do you expect from them coming up and how can we you know, apply some of these lessons for those of us who see ourselves as underdogs? Yeah, man, um, yeah, that's deep sea. I, I think the first thing I, I'd and like to say. Don't ask me to repeat all three questions because I already forgot <laughs> them. But I just, you know it's what I'm okay. saying? I watch interview people, Carl, and they do like the, yeah. they have the three-parter. So I wanted to do the three-parter, and I don't remember no, no, any of the three. No, I was no, just okay. like, yo, that sounded sweet, though. But yeah. we'll so, just so, have so, yeah, discussion one of discussion around number one. Yeah, so one,
1: one of them is the Missouri Valley Conference. And um, let me just say this to, you know, all you guys that are out there. I don't wanna just say speaking, whatever you do. Like, don't look at a program or an opportunity based on size, you know? Like, don't don't go, well, oh, I can't do that gig because it's free. And I'm not telling you to do all free gigs, but I'm saying don't look at gigs based on, you, you know, how much money you can make or, you know, how much attention, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be brought right, to like, oh, I right. get to speak at so-and-so, so you gonna Instagram and take pics and do all of that. You know, what I'm saying like I I spoke at whatever, you know Um, So so first and foremost, you know, just be faithful man. Just be faithful I'm not even gonna say be faithful over few I'm just gonna say just be faithful, you know, you you get an opportunity to do something Don't measure it by how big or small it is like measure it Based on the passion and the energy that you're gonna go in with with that hookup, you know Uh, And so that's the first thing because I'll be honest I, I, and, and we didn't, like you said, we didn't have a conversation because I, I, I do so much work. I remember when I spoke to Texas Southern, um, and you know they uh, played against Michigan State, end up beat Michigan State. You know, uh, I remember I spoke with Loyola two years ago. D. Rob, our, our boy D. Rob from, mm-hmm. I guess Houston is where we first uh, yeah, met yeah. D. Rob. Yeah, well, yeah, he, yeah. So so I met D. Rob, and D. Rob asked me to come and speak, um, you know, to to them two years ago. And I, I didn't look at it as a big or small program. I, hadn't, I Now, I know of Loyola because I'm from Chicago and one of my little cousins actually, and I tell the story, see, I'm not gonna say it on here, but the trash can story, see, I tell. Um, well, that was my little cousin who ran track uh, for Loyola. So I'm very familiar with the school, you know, but when D-Rob called me, relationship, you know, my boy was like, yo, E, I'm working with this program. You know, he would go, I think he went from Houston, then he did um, Loyola. I think he's with uh, Iowa State. And it might have been one other school um, that I'm missing, uh, Marquette. I think maybe he was with Marquette. So wherever he's going, it's a relationship. And you you remember, Carl, when we went to Houston, man, they took care of us like oh, family. It's
0: they still, took care yeah, of us. No, yeah, for real, I'm for real. I'm talking about, yep. bro,
1: they, it was like, we all went to college together. So yep. we don't have to pay for food. They hooking us up with hotels. You know, and so it's like, yo, if my man need me to do something, I got it. So long story short, Drew Valentine started working with the team as a as an assistant, one of the assistant coaches. And, and so he give the a, connection. He give the oh, connection. So, okay, don't okay. know. Okay. My, yeah, my bad. Yeah. My bad. So Drew actually and his brother Denzel they actually went to the same high school. CJ and his brothers yeah. went to Sexton they High School. Yeah,
2: they did.
1: Do <laughs> Big Red. And Denzel and they,
2: play, plays for the Chicago Bulls.
1: Yeah. and and Zell was with Michigan State University, and his brother was a GA. Michigan State University. So when he got his big break, relationships, that's why I said, be careful, man, how you treat people, you know, on your way up, because you might have to see them on your way down, you know, Uh, or if you're gonna stay up, you may have to deal with them. And so Drew went to uh, Loyola and was like, yo, E, can you come in and do some stuff for? Actually, Jalen, I gotta be honest, Jalen is a part, they have their own little, you know, inside fraternity, EAC. And Jay was like, yo, dad, you in town. Uh, Drew is with Loyola and want to know if you come by. I'm like, no, no doubt. They, Carl and I actually went together, yeah. and Carl got some footage for me. And uh, like I said, bro, I'm like, yo, whatever y'all need, I got y'all. Like, I, I don't care if you a top program, you're not a top program. And can I be honest with you guys? Sometimes the blessings that you're looking for, they don't always come where you think they're gonna come. <laughs> I'm just being real. You know, sometimes like in your mind, you did map the whole thing out where you like A plus B plus C plus D equals. And it don't always work like that, you know, so I'm just going to be real. I, I never in a, but Drew would hit me, E, need a video. E, we bought, we try we trying to beat the conference. E, we need to, I'm like, I got you, you know? And so when they called me and was like, yo, we're going to the sweet 16. We're in Atlanta Would love for you to come through. I was like bet. And I changed my whole flight schedule. You know what I'm saying? Because I was headed to Florida to do some work, and I wanted to get a couple days rest, like I'm burnt out right now, I've just been everywhere, and that's probably a part of it, see, like we usually, you know, Didi and I have a schedule, where we, you know, do a week in the city, but we flew there, you know, they had to fly here, and, um, you know, probably body got wore down, but, you know, long, long of it short, guys, I just, my man said, E, I need you, I'm like, I got you, and whenever he would call me, I'm like, I got you, because of the relationship, you know, and so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited, man, and let me, let me say this, and i hope i'm saying it right see you could correct me if i'm wrong but i think it's called uh blue bloods and that's like your kentucky's uh your dukes um, mm-hmm. your kansas like the bigger programs right those bigger programs you get an opportunity like like it's already built in that when you play for them there are certain major cities and major hotels in the madison square garden like straight up i've been with michigan state for a while like we playing Football, we play, you know, in the Texas Stadium. You know, I'm talking about delights, camera, action. You know, Michigan State, Madison Square Garden. I remember going to the Madison Square Garden to watch games. Bro, when you play for a Loyola, see, it ain't a guarantee that you're going to see that. And I think for me, that was the biggest thing to see these kids who, you know, from that conference, you don't expect to be in Atlanta playing in the Phillips Arena, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't expect to be uh, in a hotel, you know, of that caliber. You, you know, and it was it was weird because I don't know if you heard that on ESPN, but they didn't get the police escort. I'm like, unbelievable. Imagine if Duke didn't get a police escort. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if Kansas. Imagine if Michigan. Michigan State. Like. So what you're
2: saying is, imagine if they didn't have an insider.
1: Absolutely. And and most of our smaller Uh, programs don't have an insider. I can only
2: imagine. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? They don't have it, bro. I can only imagine. So, so I was just like, I, I was just like, that was the thing that struck me. It's like, wow, these kids are getting an experience that they will remember for the rest of their lives, you know, like, and I remember yeah. going to, um, the, sh- uh, the shoot around and then I remember, pre- uh, uh, pregame meals and it was no police, bruh. Like, yo, I'm, I'm walking in a hotel, you know, you had, a, you, I mean, you had a nice amount of Loyola fans, but not like what I'm used to seeing when we go play, you know, when Michigan state played Duke or Kentucky or whoever, well, we had a like, whole
2: city blew out. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the city
1: blew out. And so it's just little things that I noticed like that, but I was so pleased that wow, these kids are going to get to play where the Spurs play. So even if you hmm. don't make it to the NBA, you can say one day, you know, I played where the Spurs play. I played in the Phillips Arena. You know, we stayed at this hotel. You know, we flew, you know, um, I, I'm not sure if they uh, chartered a, a, a flight in. I'm sure they did. And then the amount of money they're going to be able to make for their institution. So, yeah, that, that that's, that's what's really hit me. And I think what Coach said that was deep is that from day one, I don't know about, the final 4 see but they believed. You know, he mm-hmm. said they believed. And I remember when I asked coach, like coach for real, I'm I'm a realist, bro. What do, what do you want? Like what is the goal this year? And he's like, "Yo E, we just want to win our conference." That's it. That like just want to win the conference. And I was like, "All right, cool." Drew hit me up was like, "Yo E, we we are going, you know, to the tournament if we we need all three games in order to go to, you know, the um to the tourney." And I was like, "So his coach was very focused. See, it wasn't like final 4 which I hear a lot when you're dealing with bigger programs, you know what I'm saying, because that's their goal. But he was like, we just need to win these three games. I was like, bet. So we, I gave him something for the three games. Then it was like, all right, we made it to the tourney. You know, we need to win this game. All right, then we need to win this game. Then it was like, yeah, we can make it to the final four. You know, so I saw the progression over the course of a year, and I just saw guys believe, and I think their unselfishness, man. When you heard those guys mm-hmm. say... And, I, and, and again, it's just the way you, you decided to build a company, see, you know, but what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, you need every personality to be great. Like you <laughs> can't be great on your own. I don't care how sweet you think you are. You, you, you're not something, you're not detailed, you're not organized, like you're not compassionate. I don't care what you are. ET is, I've been given a gift. I don't have all gifts and I'm just grateful for the creator because he does not make one person to have all gifts. Because that person will probably be selfish and not include people so their unselfishness like, you know You had three buzzer beaters and it wasn't (laughs) that one guy. It wasn't Kobe. It wasn't MJ. It wasn't LeBron on any given night where I'm talking, you know three of the greatest players that ever played the game uh, Every night it was somebody different that hit that three and the trust level that they have in each other And I remember saying to them like I need you to be uncharacteristically Loyola, you know what I'm saying, and if y'all do that, y'all gonna be able to blow these teams out. And I just saw them do that, you know, that last game against Kansas State. And um, I know everybody said, um, I don't, I don't know the gentleman's name on um, PTI. Pardon the, uh, what is it? Pardon the interruption. Pardon the interruption. He, he was saying uh, they maxed out. You know, he was like, "This has been fun," you know, but they maxed out. It's over now. And um, I'm just like, yo to watch these underdogs, like we can't say hmm. it's over. We can't say they, they maxed out until they maxed out. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying to somebody listening today, don't let nobody tell you that you maxed out because you didn't go to the better schools. You know, I look at Candace, CJ, CJ's wife, and Candace went to Persian. You know, Persian is one of the worst schools in the Detroit, um, you know, in Detroit city. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those schools that if you're not from that neighborhood, you don't go over there. And Candace was able to get multiple Um, uh, invites to Michigan, Michigan State, other schools. Uh, By the grace of God, she chose Michigan State. Uh, But she did what she had to do and got a Steve Smith scholarship and a Bill Gates, you know, scholarship. And so she took what she had and she worked it. And so I'm saying to you guys, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to be a big program to be successful. You know, you you don't have to necessarily come from a certain part of town. You don't have to have, you know, a certain, you know, credit score or a certain, gpa like if you if you if you're willing to work hard you know and make sacrifices you you can enjoy whatever kind of life you want so it's just been surreal man and to be a part of it i know i don't have nothing to do with it you know i'm i'm grateful to have been able to do a couple speeches but i don't think speeches is what you know makes people win but i am humble and i'm i'm so grateful that coach man bro listen to me guys i i I don't want to be i just yeah you always want to say things delicately you know what i'm saying but let me just say this. We, we were in one of the pre-games and coach asked. Coach entertained me for about 30 minutes just asking me questions. I'm like, yo, y'all got the game of y'all life. They were so calm, cool, collective, bruh. Like, you, I, you would think, because this is their first one since 1963, you would think that they would be uptight. you think that people would be nervous. Bro, they laughing, playing, you know what I'm saying, having a good time. Coach talking to me for 30 minutes. E, who's your favorite athlete and why? All right, who's your non-athlete? And I'm just saying, my man, he having a con- he on ESPN. They about to go to the Final Four. You know, I'm sure he's going to get other opportunities now. And here he is entertaining me for 30 minutes, you know, just asking me about my life. And then he said to me, yo, E, I love your videos, but, bro, that one you did after the shooting in Vegas. And I'm sitting here like, yo, my man could be getting ready. He could be doing anything. And here he is giving me his undivided attention. You know, and so I just want to say, that there are those of you who are running up behind. My mother used to say, "Dance with the person that took you to the prom," you know. And there are those of you who have people in your life—your mom, your dad, your counselors, your coach, whatever. You have people who have made sacrifices with you and for you, and you don't want to rock with them. You want to rock with somebody who ain't even rocking with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. See, it's, just, it's kids out here. You want to rock with people that have done nothing for you. And you running up behind people when you got your mama running up behind you or your coach running up behind you or whatever your dad Whoever and so it taught me a lot see that I've been with them this year and he, he took the time You know, and I mean sincerely he took the time to have a one-on-one Conversation with me in a in the midst of all his other coaches. So uh, Phenomenal experience man. I wish him I wish him the best uh, Michigan knocking Michigan off would be um, I mean it'd be history and then between, I guess, what we got, um, Villanova and Kansas, if they could mm-hmm. win that one and go and win that one, I think it would be one of the greatest, you know, upsets in uh, in in, in D one basketball.
2: Yeah, no, that was uh, that was beautiful. I don't think you answered any of my questions, but I think that was great. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, Carl? I didn't feel like you said you don't remember like, none of your questions. <laughs> I, didn't I, remember. I, 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 you I did. I was waiting for the answer. <laughs> I was like not that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Um, no, so so let's, let's make this practical now, E, because we know we can go into PTI mode and people might think we're talking about basketball. We're talking mm. about underdogs, right? And so the reality of the situation is most of the underdogs are sitting at home right now, right? Like I love how we like try to take one story, right? We take one, like you took Candace and we take Loyola but in reality, you're talking about one out of a million, right? Like, that that's not the, the norm, right? It's the exception, not the rule. If it was the rule, we wouldn't even be talking about a Loyola because we'd be like, what? What do you mean? It happens every year. But mm. there's something special that comes from a Candace, a Loyola, or, you know, Eric Thomas, people who have been put in these um, drastic situations against all odds, and, you know, have to now make this monumental leap up there to be, you know, with the great. So there's there's got to be insecurities. There's got to be fears. Like, I'm sure there was some point Loyola looked across the court and was like, whoa, okay, hmm. they look a little bigger than us, a little stronger than us. You know, we know who their head coach is. Y'all never heard of our head coach. As underdogs and, and, and in yeah, life. And that, yeah, that's right? what
1: was crazy, though. See, like, that's what blew my mind, Carl. It was like, they didn't have that, you know? Hmm. And what I saw was not necessarily a chip on their shoulder, but yo, we played played against y'all in high school. You you know what I'm saying? Like we were all a part of, you know, some kind of AAU team. You know, when you got the letter to go there, we didn't get the letter to go there. You know, so it was almost see like a, yo, here go my chance. You know what I'm saying? Here's my chance. I don't get as many as you get, but here's my chance. And I think when I, you know, just listening to coach,
2: yeah, but I'm saying everybody had that, you know, same probably like attitude or swagger. So I'm trying to identify like the 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 things that make that thing that you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's a lot of people who didn't get recruited by Duke and was probably pissed off and got blew out by 50. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm trying to find that well, special I, I said, ingredient. I
1: said, yeah, I said the special ingredient for them. is you heard me, it, it's, they, they played as a team. See, they was unselfish. You know, they knew they couldn't get it done hmm. as individuals. You know, they knew, you know, that they had to get it done as a group. And let's make it practical. When I was at Oakwood and then when I came to Michigan State, I never, and I, wa- I watch people who follow me and they like do it on their own. And then they're like, we're going to get a team as we go. I never did that. I started with a team. I, I wouldn't move without a team. I, you know, I, I did, I-, I was, I was just talking about this trip and I was like, yo, I'm burnt out. And I was like, E, why are you burnt out? One, it was 15 years ago, you know, uh, probably longer, but. I realized that I was burnt out because when I today, I did five, five sessions today, I did four yesterday. Well, when I was in New Jersey, I wasn't burnt out because we were together. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all Mm -hmm. of us. Everybody was shifting, driving, you know, telling stories, laughing, getting each other food. It was a team. So I was like wondering today, like, yo, yeah, I know you get old, but like for real, what is it for real? And it's like, yo, you was on a solo. You know what I'm saying? And when you're on a solo, it's kind of difficult because there's certain uh, lenses that you don't see from. You always sweep when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, but you don't see the ball spot in the back of your head. You feel me? Because <laughs> you can't see the back of your head. You know. But when you have a, uh, you know, a group that's able to say, yo, E, that's good, but you need to work on that, you need to work on that. So when I look at them, I look at, yo, they play as a team. It wasn't a, I'm going to show you. It was, we gonna show you. It, it's not a, I'm a hero and I'm gonna put up 30. No. It was, we're going to put up whatever we can put up. We're going to play defense. We're going to do what we need to do. And I think that's the one thing. If there's one downfall for people that follow me, they try to do this thing on their own. And I don't know what this generation, like I, I, don't, I don't really know, bro. This generation, like they got to prove something that they could do it by themselves. And even if you felt like you was doing it by yourself, see, you, you, it's no way possible because somebody gave birth to you. Somebody raised you at, for a couple years, whatever. You went to school and somebody taught you. But this generation is fixated on this. I did it my way. I did it by myself. And if there's one thing I I, I realized about that team is they played as a team. They use all their resources. Yo, I don't know if y'all heard this stat, Carl, but this is the first team to make it to the Final Four without a dunk. They didn't get one oh, dunk, wow. Carl. Yo,
2: and I mean oh, not wow. one. They Carl. didn't get one they dunk. They did more. Hey, I, I text E He was at the game. That. Now, fair file, my wife, I didn't even have a heart to ask my wife if I could, E text me right before the game, it's like, yo, I got an extra ticket. I was like, no, no, my friend. I am in family land and don't plan on coming out no time right. soon. I, I've been on the road the last few weekends. But Carl, when I tell you, i never seen the
0: team do so many reverse that. layups. Layups, ever. yeah. yeah. Bruh, it was a sequence. Was I like text four or five E, I was like, back.
2: E. They got the patent on the reverse yeah. layup. These yeah. boys that hit more reverse layups in one game than I'd seen in my entire wow. life. I'm like unbelievable. I thought but I was you watching know why? Because the rim acts as a defender in that game. So yeah. when you ain't when you smaller and you can't hop like that, the rim becomes an extra little screener. And so, man, they used it to perfection. They play basketball, I'm glad you P. said Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm glad you said that. And 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 for my people out there listening, like, yo, we going somewhere again. They focused on the gifts that they had. Hmm. They focused on what they did. Hmm. Sweet, they didn't look at the other team and go, "Oh man, they 6'8". Can Ali Oop dunk from half court?" They didn't. They didn't like find themselves fixated on that. They found themselves fixated on what are we great at? And I, and I, you guys heard me talk about it all the time, the conferences and everywhere else. You know, even the book I wrote for Trey, like, what's your superpower? Just worry mm-hmm. about that. Like, stop looking over there at they superpower like, oh, man, they look so tall and athletic. We got the reverse layup on, On, on I'm talking about hmm. patented. Like, that's ours. We let like, Go with that. Go with the reverse layup. Because guess what, though? Let me tell you where a lot of people go wrong. Y'all going to feel me on this. Let me tell you what the reverse layup is not. The reverse layup is not sexy. You know, they say <laughs> chicks dig the long ball. They uh, do not dig the, the single. The you done hit the little <laughs> single. Bink! And you run the first base. That is not sweet. Ain't nobody checking for that. You can't win homecoming king like that. You can't be the bell of the ball like that. Like you literally, it is the most basic play. Hmm. It was like the second, besides the chess pass, the reverse play it was the yeah, second yep. thing Dr. Second, James Naismith ever taught. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's drill. not sexy. And because... Yeah. Kids now, we we a sports center generation, right? We watch we watch yeah. highlights, yeah. and so you looking at ET going, yeah. oh my God, yeah. he's so dope, he can yeah. speak in front of thousands of people, and da da da. If I could only be ET. Like, naught, what's your reverse layup? Like, find mm. your reverse layup. And I think people struggle with that and they look at other people's skill set and go, man, that looks so cool. Man, I wish I could do that. Man, that gift looks sweet. And you forget to, you know, embrace your own gift. And when you neglect your own gift, I think that's how you end up getting put out in the first round. Yeah. That's oh, how course. you end up getting, you yeah. know what I mean, put out yeah. quickly. And you know, they they've embraced I'm telling, them, when they didn't look like they was remotely apologizing for them reverse layups. I oh, wasn't no. at the game. But it Uh, looked like they was very pleased with the reverse layup,
1: Loving it, see? And then hitting the three, you know, not trying to live off the three ball. But when it was time for the three ball, you know what I'm saying? It was all the three ball. And let me say this. And and
2: here's the crazy thing, too. Let me uh, hold your thought. they did not have their best game ever. It wasn't like they just shot lights out and couldn't miss, and it was like, oh, my God. Like, yo, they was really hooping. Like, they Mm -hmm. were hooping back and forth. Buckets, they were up. They got came back on. They took the lead again. I'm like, yo, this ain't no fluke. I think that was the thing that really, you know, boggled my mind as I'm watching. I'm like... Yo, this ain't no mismatch. Like, th- they look like they belong. Like, it wasn't um, like they was just throwing up Hail Mary. You remember that movie Angels in the Outfield? Where it was just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Angels scooping them up. They was making plays. Like, no, this was like legit. I mean, hmm. you look at the. I'm Nevada. over here taking notes, E. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, no I'm, saying, I'm over Nevada here taking notes. Yeah, not Nevada just
1: was killing it, y'all. I just thought Nevada had like, they was like video game three-pointers, you know?
0: Hmm. The, the, I don't know if y'all saw, I'm trying to remember if I saw after the game or where I saw it, but they interviewed, back to the team thing, e, they interviewed the three guys that made the last shot, yeah. and all three of them said the exact same thing. He's like, oh, any one of the dudes on the team could have made that. yeah And I was like, whoa, like they said the almost, I think it might have been identical words. They showed yeah, like just the clips words. back to yeah. back, and yeah. they showed three different people saying, oh yeah, I made the shot, but man, you give, you give any of our guys that shot, they could have made that shot. Yeah. And I was just like, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah. ooh. Yeah. yeah, no, that's crazy. I'm over. No, seriously, I forgot I was on the podcast. See, I was writing notes so you was talking. <laughs> What's your reverse layup? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm no, over here. It's too. Not yeah. Notes down. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, not, you know, and here's the deal. You have to be careful scouting, like when you're watching ET or you know Les Brown or Tony Wright. Rod- like you got to be careful. It's okay to scout, but you don't want to scout your identity out of the process. You mm. know what I'm saying? I think that's what a lot of people go wrong. It's like you admire people so much. That now you jocking them you sweating them you know what i'm saying and it's it's what's the word see it's sickening because the worst Hmm. thing in the world you remember when you was in high school there was a dude trying to be cool you know what i'm saying nwa had the this is my era nwa had the jerry girl and you got cats (laughs) trying to look like nwa it's like yo the reason why they were sweet is because they were the first ones to do it You, you know what i'm saying that came out of their experience you trying to look like LL Cool J. You, you can't do it. I think <laughs> that's where people go wrong. It's like, yeah, Scout 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 What are your guys doing? What are the girls doing? What are the what are the what's LeBron doing? He cutting this, you know, uh, Instagram off doing the, the playoffs, you know, what is he doing? But not I'm gonna do what LeBron doing, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I see LeBron making sacrifices oh, Okay, what kind of sacrifices do I make Not I want to do like LeBron because if mm. you're trying to be like somebody else Bro, you were imitator. Uh, you already failed. You, 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 yeah, I'm already, you already failed. failed. Because uh. you're not you, you know, but I, 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 uh. I'm going to say, C said something deep about you looking at e speaking to thousands like yo c is so crazy. I'm
2: just saying that's sexy. You know what I'm saying, yeah. like. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I feel like it's hard to embrace your skill set when it's not sexy. Yeah, yeah. You know right what and I'm say. saying. Yeah, if you don't like think you can like win with it. that, yeah. you're thinking if you're not dunking from half court. Right. You're like, yeah, you're not I, not dunking, you like ah, we suck. I'm like yeah. nah, that ain't necessarily yeah, the, the truth. Reverse layups.
1: Yeah, your mom can't be like oh my baby did five reverse layups. Right. You know what I'm saying. Like I promise
2: you, the reverse layup has never made SportsCenter, bro. Never yep. made top ten with a regular yep. reverse layup, yep. and yep. I'm talking about regular. We ain't talking about the Lebron reverse where you like go in the air, hold it, clutch you it around, around, spin it board. off the backboard. Yeah. We talking about some basic <laughs> throwback about. YMCA learn, reverse layup. Yeah, yeah.
1: YMCA, yeah, boys and girls club
2: layup.
0: <laughs> oh, sure.
2: yeah. I texted E and <laughs> Jalen. They was together. I texted them in a the group text, and I said, I have never seen a reverse layup so deadly. Bro, it was like death by they a thousand mosquito bites.
1: They was killing battle with the battle with, with the the, the, the reverse layups, and it was so funny because here's the deal: see consistency, y'all, the basics consistently. They didn't know what to do. As a- athletic as those dudes were, you know what I'm saying? As, oh, as they was like what in they they the devil? Had, we ain't seen they, the reverse they, layup. They, they didn't see the reverse layup, and so they they <laughs> they started to coming. dribble from the top of the key and just went straight in with the dribble, uh-huh. and they couldn't stop them. And Uh like Carl said, what is your reverse layup? But Uh here's what I want to say, and and it's not sexy, see, but if you notice the last few days, what I did different, I've never done this before, and I was like, yo, E, for real, you got to make impact now. I literally broke all of my teachers up, and and I love Principal Wendy, like she uh, next level. So we had all the first grade teachers together, then the second one, all second grade, you know, then all third... You feel me? See, so I might have had a a room just with eight people in it. And then Mm -hmm. another session, I might only have five. Another one, I remember one, the smallest one, I only had four people. But I remember, see, you know, wanting to do the 10,000. I can't stand talking to 7,000 people no more. I don't even know what Hmm. they're getting from it. I don't even know what to talk about. It's 7,000 people in the room. But when I'm talking to four people, see, I can look all four of them in their eyes. You feel me? All four of them. (laughs) I can hear from all four of them. We have, we have enough time to talk about the challenges. We have enough time to talk about, you know, their strengths, you know. And so yesterday and today, I just was in the room all day with just four or five teachers, you know, and really challenging them in a the way, you know, that maybe some of them had never been challenged before. So really think it through. Yeah, I want to be a speaker, but maybe you don't need to talk to thousands. Maybe you don't need to talk to t- 10 people. Maybe you only need to talk to 20 people. I don't know. But when you're watching ET and Les Brown or whoever you watching and you're like, in order for me to be great, I gotta be them. It's the it's the, it's the the ops. like where, some of y'all wearing t-shirts and gym shoes, you look so awkward. Like <laughs> for real, you look awkward. Put on your doggone blazer and your little shirt. Like just be you. I, I'm very comfortable <laughs> with the t-shirt. You know, that's a part of my culture. Being from Michigan, you know that most of the workers in our communities didn't go to work with shirt and ties on. It, I mean, it was Ford, Jim and Chrysler. So, you know, they probably had on Overalls or some you know boots, but they needed to they were in a you know, a, re- a working environment And they needed to dress the part so I didn't really grow up seeing people dressed like Obama now I, I saw you know, um, I, I did see other people I'm not gonna get into you know some of the people that dressed up that that were in our communities But it definitely didn't look like the Obama look, you know, so be true to who you are because head in the court you know Head uh, yeah, <laughs> right, yep, yep, right. Yep, heading the court uh. man, having to meet with the judge. Yep.
0: See, you just had a talk with one of our staff members this week. I got the second hand from it. I love and it. And he was just like, yo, I I, like CJ just opened my uh, eyes You know, to I'm not allowed to talk power. to him
2: as a group anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I, got, I got the yeah. jab, jab, jab hook on one-on-one now. Yeah, well, remind but, me, but, I don't even remember what you're talking about.
0: No, you just did this, and you told you told one of our staff members, like, yo, your superpower is not this. Your superpower is being able to, to operate differently, and I ain't going to go into it, you know, to call him out like that. But literally, see, it was like an eye-opener. Like, we had a conversation after, and he was like, yo, like, I— I kind of know it, but like when C said that, like I get it now. And now you've given him like a lane that he didn't see before. It's like, yo, I can do this. And I was like, absolutely. Like we've been teasing you about how you, you know, do things the whole time, and it never clicked in the same way. But now that you get it, like, dude, let's pimp this thing. Like it's your superpower now. Let's use that to the fullest potential. E, can I come back in the staff meetings now? (laughs) You know what I'm
2: saying? (laughs) I <laughs> Come back in. Hey,
1: that's Carl, only one. E. We got to get a couple say, more. Carl, you worked in the lab for years, Carl. I don't know if one experiment
0: is. Yeah, enough. we got to <laughs> get a, a, a couple you know what what more samples. Sal- it's too small yeah. a sample size. Well, okay. Okay. All right, well, hey, yeah. small sample, try sample size C. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I get uh Yeah, no, I, I could turn uh, green quick. But no, I, I got it, um, man. And y'all should. Shout out to Breathe You, man. Y'all should have been on the call. When did we do the March Madness call? Last week?
0: I uh, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or
2: the week before? One of the two, man. But y'all missed it because we talked about. Kind of this same thing, but we talked. We went in depth about you know mm-hmm. how to survive as an underdog, man. And I really do think that um, you know there can be more underdogs that rise to the top. Let me ask no you this: e, Do you still yeah. do you still see yourself as an underdog? No or? questions
1: asked. No questions. And don't
2: just asked. say that to say it, but like no, no, seriously. I
1: do. Yeah, and and I say it just because. I feel like, but so. how do you,
2: how can you be an underdog? If you type in Google, if you got motivational, if you, <laughs> you type right, you got insider, yeah. you ain't parking your own car. Well, you got screwdrivers on here. command. Yeah. I'm at, I'm it, at the
1: in- embassy. You think any other, <laughs> the number one motivational speakers ever went back to the embassy suite with the free breakfast boy with about a thousand. That's my only problem with the free breakfast. See, it's got to be a thousand people down there getting free
2: breakfast. <laughs> oh, no, All doubt. Them, not staying at the hotel all of those people are oh you know they're looking people. at E like E, what's up you at the Embassy suites
1: oh man i'm talking about what a night to remember but this is why i feel <laughs> like we're still underdogs and, and i don't say this um you know to for anybody to feel sorry for us or you know pity or anything but some of the top companies see still they still don't call us like we still haven't gotten a, hey guys i see the work that you're doing you know, we want to put fifty, sixty thousand dollars in the work you're doing in schools. You know, I feel like, see, we still out here. We, we, I mean, we killing the game. But I feel like we out here on our own. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have no sponsor. You, the, you the kid, you're, that 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 team in Chicago, that baseball team, little league team, or you know, uh, 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 you know, team that, you know, they don't have a sponsor, but they still went to the World Series. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. had to, they had to take the pop bottles and cash yep. the pop bottles in and knock on doors and be at the you know, at the corner before people get on the freeway and say, we selling water, right? To me, that's still where we are. Like, we don't have sponsors. We don't have corporations calling us saying, we want to help you guys sponsor the work that you're doing. We still out here, you know, we still out here grinding. Shout out to AT&T, my boy Tehran. This is the first time we've had, you know, um, a company show up, you know, and show us love. You know, Sean, of course, turn us on to Tehran, And now Teron's like, I'm in Florida. Let me you know, do, do what we can for you guys and hopefully this will turn into something. But the reality is I fly, I'm fly. i diamond with Delta. Delta never called and said, yo, let's give you some, you know, some frequent fly miles or some flights, you know, to go in some of these impoverished cities and, and work with our kids. You know, Coca-Cola never called us like, look, here go half a million dollars or a million dollars. Let's go in and see what we can do to help. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I still feel like we underdogs because we got here because of the grind we put in. We don't necessarily have a network or support like other people who are doing what we do.
0: Mm. Carl, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely, I mean, for sure. Well, the thing that that impresses me the most, see, and I'll, I'll kind of come back, is the, the reason why we're doing what we're doing is like like i said like E just said he's still back in schools it's not like we're at you know we're trying to get a sponsor to go to corporate you know what i'm saying it's not like we're trying to get a sponsor to blow up right to do an event so, a big event in the to city. do a big event right. yeah we're trying to get a sponsor to do things that help society and to me that's why i definitely agree with e because it's like yo if we were trying to do it to blow up and make money or something like that cool you you might not be an underdog you're just trying to blow up kind of thing like you already made it to a certain level and you're trying to you know capitalize but when you, when you see, so here's the big picture, when you see all the other people around, I've seen people doing way less than us get sponsorship. like Let me just say it like that. I've seen people doing way less get sponsorship and we still haven't. You see what I'm saying? Like I've seen people way less than us get, um, and not that we need this, but I'm saying get, get gear, get all kinds of stuff. And we haven't gotten that, but what we're doing to me is deeper than probably nine-tenths of the stuff that I'm seeing, you know what I'm saying? Like we're impacting kids, we're impacting teachers, like we're impacting the next generation. Everybody's complaining about millennials. Well, the reason is nobody's putting, not, not nobody, but not as much energy is being put into them as, as it should, you know what I'm saying? And The reality is, this is the future of the country. It's the future of everything, it's the future. So if nobody's pouring into that, like, you know what I'm saying? What's going to happen? So with that regard, I definitely have to agree. We're still underdogs because we're still doing that single-handedly. Like, it ain't nobody trying to help with that.
2: I'll tell you who is trying to help. Or no, Organifi God. trying no, to Organifi help. Organifi You're trying sure to make sure we stay in all in the game. Y'all say what gang. y'all want about everybody else. Organifi is trying to help, man. Check it out. Uh, As you guys know, man, you faithful listeners to this podcast, man, we rock with Organifi Heavy. The reason he's sick right now, no Organifi. No Organifi. Got caught on the road slipping. Uh, so, man, we want to uh, give a special shout out to Organifi, man. You already know the deal. The green juice, superfood, uh, man, the red ju- uh, Carl, are, we, are you doing the red juice still? I, I don't know. Uh, I tried the red juice. I love it. I'm um, g- they got a new one, Carl. Is that the joint? The, the Gold Joint. Yep, the they got a Gold Joint. joint. Yeah, um, I haven't tried
0: that one yet. I'm going to see if I get some this week and get it. Well, yeah, I
2: called one. you earlier this week and told you to yep. uh, reorder me some. But, um, yeah, no, we are, we are off and rolling with Organifi. Listen, man, if you want to feel better, man, more energy, Um, And just something that's good for you, man. Something you can do every day. right? I told my wife, man, she juicing like she juiced today. And she was over there with 100 vegetables and all of that. And I just grabbed (laughs) my Organifi and dumped it right in. And I was like, good luck with that. And, you know, and nothing against juicing like that, man. But it's just hard to, you want to, in my life, I look for things that I can be consistent with, something I can do every single day. Like, I didn't want to start trying to juice. Yeah, Yeah, no, I just, I didn't want to start juicing and say, all right, cool, I'm going to just, you know, juice every day. And then guess what? The kids running late, they yelling, you know, fighting, can't get them out the house. Then I just, oh, I'm not going to do it today. I can literally use Organifi every single day, couple times a day, just open the packet, pour it in the water, shake it up, and I'm ready to go, man. The best part about it, it tastes good, all right? It is uh it is not bad at all compared to what you think it would be for like a green drink, right? You just think it'd be disgusting, man. I've been letting all my friends who come over try it. Everybody's just been amazed and impressed and ordering it. So check out Organifi, man, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I uh dot com. Use the promo code success, all right, to receive twenty percent off. Again, Organifi.com. Uh use our promo code success to receive twenty percent off. Hey, you said something. Let's go from uh, an underdog to a, a, can we call him an overdog? I don't know what you <laughs> want to call him. But um, I don't, and excuse the, the, the sports segment, but man, you said the name, and it just, I, I got to acknowledge greatness. LeBron James has been on an absolute on fire. fire. Mm-hmm. He has been in the league 15, 15. years. Oh, and my man like is jumping from the free throw line, dunking oh. on everybody. I've never seen anything like it, and I actually read an article, I sent it to Josh and Jamal today, I think, um, but it, it talked about how uh, meticulous he is about taking care of his body, and e, I, I think that's why I'm glad you taking care of your throat like that. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. They said LeBron spends $1.5 million a year just taking care of his body. He knows within like a half yeah, a pound huge. where he's supposed yeah. to be. He's yeah. got trainers with him at all times, one for stretching, one for back, one for, you know, just everything. He's got a, a like a specialized yeah. van that he travels in E that got like, I don't know if it's got oxygen in there. He's got like a hyperbaric chamber that he sleeps in to get extra oxygen to his muscles. Like I have never seen anything like hmm. it. My well, man heard takes anything ke- like it. Never heard of anything like it. My man takes such meticulous care of his body, and I just want to do acknowledge. I don't know if y'all got any thoughts on it, but I'm just watching this man as you know, at a time when even the greats of the great, MJ, all of them, Kobe, where they all start kind of playing a different style of game. You know, mm-hmm. they couldn't quite jump as high, they didn't have the same explosiveness. Like this dude is literally going crazy dunking on everybody, looking young as ever. And I just had to acknowledge it. I'm like, wow, I've never seen anything hmm. like yeah, it. And I haven't yeah. watched many games, but just the highlights. My man has 17 assists the other day, Carl, and zero turnovers. So like I said, yeah, that's huge. he's zero better turnovers. than Jordan. Yeah. And the, the yeah. debate is over. No, I'm just kidding. I do not <laughs> want to argue that. I just hey, want to let me say me. Let you. me so you just took me scenario. somewhere
0: else, though, see, like in terms of, man, you just took me somewhere else. Either 3 o'clock in the morning. like you, There's no way you're going to be LeBron if you practicing yeah. like regular. Like, let, let me just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, best you in the listen league. to you know my man, the best, the best in the league, in the league yep. still spending over a million dollars to take care of his body, to take care of his health, to do this. And you think training, like, you know, two or three times a week and, you know, doing a little bit okay. of, like, you're going to get there. Like, I'm, I'm, and again, we're not talking about sports. Please don't hear nothing about mm-hmm. sports. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about sports at all. Like, the best of the best, he is still getting up at three. I'm, I'm a little behind him. Let's not say how long. But... Um, <laughs> Three ish. <laughs> just just, just say three ish. Yeah, just three ish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, be, I'm being real. Like, you I'm, I'm getting all the little and messages and emails that come in now. Like everybody, like yo, I'm a speaker and I do this. But I'm like, I'm, I want y'all to hear what CJ just said. What, what y'all know about E, like, getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning spending $1.5 million on your body, like, it ain't no game. Like, if that's yeah. who you're competing against, yeah. like, I, you might not ever be able to sleep. Let me just say it like that. You might never sleep again, because, yeah, like, if you're going to be on that LeBron, level.
1: and here, Yeah, and you might I, never yeah. sleep. And I don't know if there's a correlation, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a scientist, so please forgive me. But what I do know...
0: Carl is.
2: is he'll he'll yeah. verify your <laughs> facts. What I do
1: know is all the golden state hurt that's yep. what i do know so yep. i don't really know they might yep. be doing the same thing he doing but they probably just got started so maybe it ain't kicked in yet i don't know but i know we got rear problems we got M- mcl t- t- strains we got uh flu and you know uh pelvis contusions like you know what i'm saying like the whole squad pretty much i think somebody thumb messed up you know uh and if, if it's true i mean you know i don't i would believe that the reports are true i don't think people would just be trying to take rest Get ready for the playoffs. You know, so if it is true, you look at that team, the Golden State Warriors, that they're going up uh, LeBron's going up against, like he's doing everything he has to do hmm. to be able to beat this giant. And he didn't back yeah. off. He ain't quit. He didn't say, you know, it's not fair. They got a super team. He never said that. I mean, he did say they have a super team, but it wasn't like, oh no, victim. Victim.
0: Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was no they got a
1: super team, and I'm gonna need to take my game to the next level. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna need to eat different whatever and I just feel I just there's so many people man just got so many excuses or good reasons for why you you know what I'm saying they not where they're supposed to be you know just super uh, tea they, they, they got kD they got they, they, they <laughs> oh he like yo okay let me uh, let me get the van with the oxygen let me get the oxygen tank okay let me change my diet okay let me put myself on this exercise regimen like you know what I'm saying like so Much respect, man, like you said, been in the league for this long of a time, and he is so dedicated to winning these championships that he's spending $1.5 million, man, to make it happen, man, unbelievable, incredible. And he has to go down as one of the greats ever, for real. What we're seeing right now is just, I I mean, I've been watching him, like, I'm talking about body bags. His folks, they've been body bags when he just come out. (laughs) I'm I'm talking about three people at a time he coming in the lane like a like a, 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 a train, you know, and uh it's just, it's incredible to see.
2: Yeah, you, you, human you yeah, man, it, it really is. And like, yeah, and he's a bigger dude, you know, bigger yeah. dudes tend yeah. to break down a little quicker. Knees, yep. Yeah, just because your body yep. takes a punishment for so, bro, yeah. I'm like, I'm older, I'm, I'm like barely older than LeBron, bro. I got up off the chair to do the podcast, my knees cracked. I was like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. And I ain't been doing nothing for the last 20 years. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I ain't been, yeah, I'm on the treadmill. I'm working out little little lightweights here and there. And yeah, my knees yeah. cracked all to be damned. Yeah. And I hooped a one ounce in the last 10 years. It's unbelievable just watching him, man. He really is Incredible. And um, it's incredible to watch him go about his business off the court as well, man. Y'all know I'm a huge LeBron fan. My son loves LeBron, and it's, it's somebody who I'm, I'm proud to have him look up to. It's so hey, your crazy. Your
0: son do not love, let me correct you. Your son does not love LeBron yet. You beat your son into loving oh, LeBron. Oh, well, you know, right we well, that's the only time we turn
2: on the game <laughs> is when LeBron's playing. So, hey, game recognized game. I told y'all, man, it, it, my son really has a hard time. Like from what's real and what's not, like, and I told no, I'm serious, like, cause E like will have a uh the Wingstop commercial, which they've by the way they switched the Wingstop commercial. Yeah, it's like yeah. a longer yeah. version yeah, now. That's y'all a peaked. longer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's so funny because like we'll be sitting there and like E's voice will come on like during the game. And then he'll see LeBron, and then he'll see like E, or we'll go in the car and he hit a radio. So like Trey thinks like I know LeBron, like so he'd be like, hey Dad, <laughs> like he think LeBron could just walk through the front door at any time. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. it, 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 what? And, and and I mean even Toby, right? Like he sees Toby, you know, and and just like you know people around us. Obviously he goes to the games and. You know, uh, when he's with us, we get the insider look. You know, he's taking pictures <laughs> with the players, and you know, I'm just like, wow! Like his world, you know, his world view. I think I talked about it before, but it's just crazy to watch him. Like he he's so young, and I want to maybe next podcast um, we'll have a conversation about a conversation he and I had. Um, but just yeah, man, it's just incredible to see you know watch his world view kind of change in his lane. You because know, I'm when I was young, I was like it was either like TV or like you was right in front of me. You know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. I think those worlds are getting kind of blended for him now just to watch. You know, obviously he knows E's voice, you know, like the back of his hand. So it will be sitting there watching LeBron. And then two seconds later, E's voice is on TV. I think he's just like, whoa. So um, anyway, um, let's see. Uh, any announcements before Ask
0: E.T.? All right, before you go there real quick, let me introduce our sponsor, Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. Research has shown that runners who persist in running over an average of 5.9 years, they actually have a 29% lower risk of mortality and a 50% lower risk of death from heart disease. So why not benefit from your healthy lifestyle? The great news is that 56% of Health IQ customers save between four and 33% on their life insurance, and these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. Health IQ can save our customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, a 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. Like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a health-conscious lifestyle. Learn more and get a free quote at healthiq.com forward slash success. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today. Again, it's healthiq.com forward slash success. Or you can mention the promo code success when you talk to a Health IQ agent.
2: Yeah, we're going to announce, I think Tay said we're going to announce Jamaica. Uh, we'll have the information for you guys on Jamaica so you can get signed up early. It's gonna be, Jamaica's going to go fast because we already have a ton of people from the crews who already signed up uh, for Jamaica. So when we announce it, I suggest you get on it pretty quick because we're going to sell out. I think the capacity is a little lower, too, in terms of what... Uh, we can offer, but I'm excited yeah, about at the
1: cruise. Right. The yeah. Yeah. I'm excited
2: about D- Jamaica, man. We are definitely a couple things. Definitely got to do the white party again. Definitely got to do the talent show again. The talent show was hilarious. And y'all can yeah. probably guess who was Simon Kyle on the couch. <laughs> I wasn't letting up off nobody. I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. I get out of one. He was giving everybody threes in typical flamingo fashion. <laughs> he was giving out threes and fives to make everybody feel good. I was like, Yeah, Listen I was
1: people singing gospel. I'm like, how is he giving them a one?
2: Well, oh a one Jesus up. And the Lord is not pleased. <laughs> The Lord is not pleased.
0: Hey, this is not your superpower. This is
2: not your superpower. <laughs> and this is not your reverse layup. And the Lord is not pleased with this foolishness. Please uh, go back. I mean, they did try, though. They did try. I get that's it what them. I
1: was giving them. I gave them an honorary. You know what
2: e, e for I'm like, the oh, effort. Oh, man. E Look, for effort. What did, what did Maya say? I don't clap for kids who kids fish KC that swim. Fish that can <laughs> swim. You know what I'm saying? uh, So that'll be, uh, oh, uh, Boston coming to the East Coast, take control. May 20th. 20th. Make sure you rock with us on that. Where will
1: we be in the playoffs? Where's the playoffs going to be at that time? Will Boston be playing during that time?
2: Mm, uh, Maybe. Uh, Possibly. So when do they they start? When do they start? I think the playoffs start in April. Okay, But if Kyrie ain't back, they might be. Right,
0: it might be early. You know what I'm saying? Where is Kyrie? Yeah,
2: Kyrie hurt. So what, what, when do the Pistons start in the playoffs? Uh, about that. I thought we got Blake Griffin. I thought we, Yeah, it turns out not so much. So anyway, uh, maybe maybe the Pistons want to give us a call. Y'all see what we did with Loyola. Hello. Anybody watching? You know what I'm saying? Now, if we get the Pistons to the chip, you might as well oh, retire for real.
0: Yeah, it's on.
2: Because they are uh, struggling to say the least. All right. I always got to watch what I say, because he like friends with these people, so I can't dog them out like I want
0: to. They be like, e, I
2: heard the podcast, I was clowning. Remember? Hey, I, I'm not going to say which athlete. C, C was clowning. C was clowning. But look, oh for sure, I don't care. I, I, I'm, a, I'm the people's <laughs> champ. You know what I'm saying? We the outsiders. I ain't, I ain't no insider. Right. So they don't know me, I don't know them, so I'm going to dog them out. Um But what was I going to say? Oh, I'll never forget. We had, it, it was one... Professional athlete. I ain't going to say his name because he got relationships. But he was talking about how he was great in college, but then he got to the league and struggled heavily. I
1: said Reggie Bush. I said I ain't studying I
0: ain't
2: studying study Reggie. So, <laughs> you know so, uh, so he was like, yeah, you know, in college he was the man, but when you step up in competition, it ain't so easy. Look at Reggie Bush. So he did this whole speech about Reggie Bush not being as good in college, I mean in the pros he was in college. So we were working with, I don't know who we were working with. Is it the Lions?
0: It was the Lions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And Reggie Bush was like, hey, man, love all the videos. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I do got to say something. And he looked at it and he was like, yo, you ain't had to bust me out like that. I heard you in the video <laughs> talking about I ain't as good as the process I had in college. That boy, he was like, oh, no doubt. No doubt I did. Yep, yep. It'll give you a little motivation. That's it. I'm like, oh, okay. That's yep, all I was yep. trying
1: to do, bro. He played for the Lions. I just mm-hmm. needed a little little motivation, bro,
2: that's all. Yeah, yeah, he definitely came up to E. It was like, I heard that player. Um, shout out to him for b- being a gorilla, though, and just coming straight up and, 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 no and asking about it because he was going to try to act like he never said it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot I said it, bro. Yeah. It's all a right, couple Mike of those incidents. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Mike in Sarasota says, CJ, you're the best for sharing that negative feedback. Laughed so hard almost fell off the road. No question. Just wanted to <laughs> say you guys – uh Rock Chase in Montana said, love the podcast. Carl, was there ever a moment ET or CJ did something that made you want
0: to quit? Hmm. Oh, which which one? <laughs> oh, I was about to say. <laughs> which one? That's a loaded question. Oh, which one? You're trying to get me in trouble. Um, hey, yeah, t- I mean, I, I, I'll answer, I'll answer it in my most politically correct way. I'm trying to keep my job around here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, we talked about the animals, man. So I remember a couple of staff meetings, for real, for real. When, when E goes there, he goes there. You got CJ stay there. So you talk about the whole gorilla thing. Like, it leave a taste in your mouth that's just, like, terrible. I'm just saying. And I know it's not personal, but I'm still listening to it. So we get off one of these calls where, you know, everything is going crazy and... We ain't doing this and we ain't doing that. And I'm like, yo, you got to check yourself. Like I had to, you know, just kind of had that introspective. Like, yo, there's stuff you could do better. Yeah. So there's there's credit to what they're saying. But dang, did they have to say, talk to me like that? Like, did they really have to say it like that? So just being real. Like we had to deal with some real conversations and hearing it is never easy. Um, but on my end, like, dude, you either mature and get with it or leave. Like, what's the other options? I ain't got nothing else. Like, I ain't, I ain't got no resume put aside. So mature and so, let's get me? with it.
2: Hey, that's the thing that always kills me though, Carl. Like, when I get off the phone, I never feel like it was that bad. And then oh, people dude. call like, yo, C just killed me. I'm like, whoa. Oh. I'm like, I get I don't know. It's so weird. Cause I promise you, like, I'm not getting off the phone feeling like, oh, I just went hard on somebody. I get off the phone, like, okay, that went rather great, well. conversation. <laughs> <You> know, great, <laughs> great conversation. Great <laughs> conversation. Right. But then they'll call Carl crying. I'm like, what yeah. in the devil? I'm Carl. I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on a softer gentler approach and uh he's gonna <laughs> school me on how to become a flamingo uh, everything is, is is cotton candy and God. peaches and cream God. uh let's see Da-da-da-da-da. kellen in la said hey guys no question just wanted to say thank you for putting me on toby's music what an incredible artist i'm listening every yes, day sir. hey shout out to toby man i don't know if you yeah. guys saw At toby work. yeah we've talked about he him probably on the podcast to the podcast though i'm sure he better not be uh, he better be working <laughs> Um, but no, he uh, is our our recording artist, man, who has just been phenomenal. He was on Sway in the morning and then, actually, I don't even know if I told y'all. if y'all seen it? But he was actually on Sway again at South by Southwest. Uh, he was on the uh, Sway stage and performed live for a crowd there and just been crushing it. So, yeah, no, thanks for that, man. Shout out to Toby. Sheree uh, in Houston said, E.T., I'm starting a business with my sister. Any suggestions on how oh to Lord navigate the mercy. biz relationship with the <laughs> personal? Hey, Ooh. Hey.
1: Ooh. Uh, Prayer. <laughs> Prayer. Yeah. I'm just saying, off the cuff, I just think you need to be as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to hold no feelings. Just like, oh, for real, these are the boundaries. This is what I'm looking for you to do. This is what I'm not looking for you to do. Let's separate our friendship and our relationship from business, you know, it's gonna be some stuff said, it's gonna be some stuff done, and it can't affect our relationship, and if it does, then we gotta sever this relationship. Like we gotta sever this business, you know, family relationship, you know, family Mm -hmm. for life. We don't have to do business together. You know, so you give it a shot, you know, do, do some measurement assessing. After a year, if it's tough, you know, you guys may need to part ways. If it's working, continue to go for it, but whatever you do, don't lose family over business.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey hey tell them take Chris assessment so y'all know who yeah, each other you know who you, you know who you know who you are yeah. so it'll make sense when they you know uh, when they talk like that that kind uh, of stuff you know it's I not hard to no say this. Problem. Have
2: y'all started the company yet? If not, just don't start all let's see two more uh, Xavier in South Africa said, what's the hardest part about doing a new podcast every week
1: <laughs> We all over the well, I shouldn't say we. A lot of times i'm all over the place you know and it's just tough to that time to you know coordinate or synchronize our calendars
2: yeah we was just talking about that before uh when we started the podcast like yo it comes like every week like you know what i'm saying it's like it is every week and so it's funny because right before we hit record um i was like hey how long y'all think we're gonna do this podcast he said five years (laughs) so we're on year two so hopefully y'all just enjoy this for the next three years But um, no, in all seriousness, I was just like, yo, it it is crazy to do something like this every week, which I think would be a lot easier if we were in the same space, you know, all day, every day, because we could just be like, okay, cool. Here's when we dedicate to doing it. But he is uh, running all over the world, saving the world, doing his thing (laughs) with the babies and taking care of them. So um, that can be. Uh, A little challenging just finding the time to do it, but it's always fun, man, to catch up and be able to provide, you know, this insight into our world for you guys. You know, when we started the podcast, you know, we were, I think E and I were doing it together alone and Carl was just recording. And I remember when Carl would be like, I I realized we couldn't do it without Carl. (laughs) Right. Carl sitting over there quiet. And I might be like, hey, Carl, you remember? Because I'm like Carl in the room. Clearly, he knows everything we're talking about. And it got to the point where I was just asking Carl so much, and I was like, yo, you might as well just be on the podcast. So, <laughs> like, if you go back to the first few, you know, it was just me and E, and then Carl slowly but surely started coming in. But I think the hardest part, I agree with E, would just be, you know, finding the time to do it every week because the conversation flows naturally because it's our right. life, mm-hmm. you know. Um and I think, yeah, I know. I think the funnest part is just being able. To, it kind of gives us an accountability measure to make sure we're catching up with each other, like mm-hmm. we should, as well. So it's like I don't have to talk to Carl because I know I'm gonna talk to him, you know, tomorrow on the podcast. Right. So uh, we can keep the rest of the stuff kind of business, and I can hear about, you know, family and those other things um, when we get on the podcast. So for sure. All right, last one here, and this one is, uh, I'm I'm gonna let E touch this one. Uh, Jaren in St. Louis said hey guys love the podcast Uh, he said my question is how do you guys let go of a big ego I'm terrible at uh, letting go of my ego especially when it comes to my marriage I have a tough time apologizing even when I know I'm wrong I was raised uh, I was raised to think that a woman has her place (laughs) Ouch! Uh, let me start again (laughs) Jaren (laughs) in St. Louis it's not (laughs) CJ in Atlanta (laughs) <laughs> okay. He said, I was raised to think that a woman has her place. It seemed to work for my mother and father, but it's not mm. working for my wife and I. You guys to—you guys also seem to contradict that statement quite a bit. I guess what I'm saying is I'm willing to change, but I don't know how to change. Oh, you doggone skip because in uh, our marriages, a man has his place. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's the other way around. I got a gorilla so,
1: gorilla, so I definitely...
2: <laughs> you know where my place is. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, no, I thought that was a deep question when I read it because basically he's saying, you know, this is the environment I come from, mm-hmm. and he's trying to recreate that environment. You might got one of them new-age yeah. no uh, wives, though. Yeah, this, no ain't, this ain't the Brady Bunch player. You yeah. might want to update yeah. your thinking. But anyway, i yeah, I'll let yeah. you take that. That sounds yeah, like no, a veteran no. marriage question.
1: Yeah, no, I I think, you know, you come in, you know, to the game with a certain... You know culture like there's a way you think and if that culture that you have that's why i think it's important man like <laughs> people gonna laugh at me like you stupid old school you know but my girl from detroit you know what i'm saying she's from michigan so i just think the more you have in common like the easier it is i'm just being real like you know we all come from you know did you not both come from that working class family we all went to you know, not the best schools in the world. You know, we, Dee Dee's mom wasn't married. My mom got, you know, had me, you know, uh, when she was, you know, 18, you know what I'm saying? So we we have a lot of similarities, you know? Um, And so I think when you're in a relationship, it makes it a lot easier, right? So I'm gonna be real with you. As soon as I got married, I realized, like, yo, Dee Dee is a lot like your mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you watch TV and you saw stuff on TV. But your mom went to work every day. Like, my mom worked. My mom wanted to create bacon cakes. You know what I'm saying? My mother wasn't at home doing that. Like, she cooked, but I promise you, it was like on the weekend, and it was enough for the week. You know what I'm saying? So my mother was a career woman. So it was like, yo, E, come on. You grew up like that. So why are you tripping on, you know, wanting your wife to be something that, you know, she's not? You just want her at home cooking and all that? You didn't grow up like that. So whatever. And so I had to really ask myself, see, like, what do I want? And I wanted to be happy in my marriage, and more importantly, I wanted Didi to be happy. You know, I wanted Didi to feel like a sense of purpose in her life. So, something happened to me and I died, I didn't want her to feel like she don't have a life outside of me and the kids. You know what I'm saying? That she has a life and she has purpose. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, again, Didi's not going to let you, you you know what I'm saying, bully her, or she's not gonna let you not let her be who she is. But I do remember me having to make adjustment mentally and saying, Yo, we run in the zone. Either you get with the zone and you have success, you know, on the court, or you keep keep trying to run what you think you should run. And for me, yo, bro, I'm just happy in my marriage, you know, so whatever adjustments I have to make, whatever sacrifices I have to make, I'm extremely pleased, extremely happy. I I don't want to be with nobody else, you know what I'm saying? I'm not interested in nobody else. You know, I love my life. And so if that means, um, you know, for instance, see, when we went to the game, from the assessment, I remember being like, I'm just being real. See, like, you know, when you travel, you know how, like, if you're a president, well, you know, traditionally, you know what I'm saying? If you're a president of the United States of America or you are a certain leadership role, like, you're supposed to have your wife with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, your wife's supposed to be on your arm. And right, I, I, you right. know, I grew up on that, you know. But after, you know, taking the assessment and stuff, I told Didi on this last run, I was like, yo, you don't got to go to the Loyola game with me if you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? She's like, bet, because I don't want to go. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, yo, there is are time Was that of one of those you. where
2: you try to say it, hoping she would come yeah, anyway? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no,
1: no. I, I was just on like, for real, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, not that shaming That expectation. Her. Yeah, not shaming her really, but like, yo, D, come on. Like, I, I, you know, I want people to see you. I want people to see us together. I want to be with you. Like, I don't want to go to this experience by myself. But I was like, yo, like, E, you can't, you, you have to be fair. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's what you Oh, want. so you didn't
2: really want me to go. It was just a ticket popped up. Cause <laughs> oh, yeah. The- no questions asked. Oh, okay. And not Praise that I didn't God. want you to go. Yeah, not that I didn't Praise want you God. to go. I just know know it would be awkward. I thought you just had a ticket for me, like, you had hollered at the coach and had me a ticket. No, no, I'm sorry. He thought about you, see, like there was some thought behind it You know, I apologize Uh,
1: that I I made
2: it appear that way. I I really apologize.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's my fault, see. That's the Flamingo, you know what I'm saying? That's the Flamingo. Yeah, you see, with
2: 13 years of the right-hand man to get you, a leftover hand-me-down ticket. The desperation that he shoots me a text no at question. 6. The game started at 6.15. Yeah. No question that. you see. That. He tried hey, to come to the gate. But you
1: at least see the priority when Didi said no, I went straight to you. So, <laughs> oh, he was right, right next. You know, was I didn't try to right sell next. the ticket. Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Man. I didn't try to go to Detroit and sell the ticket for face value <laughs> no, up off man. in that joint. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, I just think, man, at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, what's going to make us extremely happy? Us, not you. But what's going to make us extremely happy? what, you know, what's going to make us a successful family. And then once you find out what works for us, you make the compromises and you find that happy medium, man. And you Okay, know, what
2: about the ego part, though? I want to make sure we hit that, too, because my man talked about the ego. And I think that yeah. is a big thing for a lot of men, you know, because we all... Everybody got an ego, bro. You know what I mean. And nobody wants to feel belittled. Nobody wants to feel hurt. What, well, Carl? Why don't you take that, Carl? You got you you got a little ego on the low. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> the people don't get to hear from you that much on that part of the equation. But I know at times, maybe you know, even before you was rocking with me and e so Heavy, you know, the island culture is different in terms of you know husband and wife and that kind of thing. And then you had to leave one culture and come to another. And I wonder, maybe it wasn't a difference. We never really talked about it like that. But I'm, I'm wondering for you if there was an adjustment that had to be made coming from yeah, like the, the islands and Barbados, and, and now, you know, you your girl hanging out with Didi, that's a different, that's, uh, that's a some mindset <laughs> shift. You I'm know what I'm saying?
0: Mindset, <laughs> yeah, earth Yeah, y'all um, ain't yeah, from no. the,
2: our, our wives is from Detroit, so we uh, knew I'm what we were getting deep, ourselves baby. into. I'm talking about Tamisha now is uh, yeah. secondhand
0: from uh, Detroit. I'm talking about setup. You know what I'm
2: saying? So. Secondhand
0: smoke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Secondhand <laughs> yeah. screaming. Uh, exactly. Hey, no, the um, just to be real, man, like, at the end of the day, he, he kind of hinted at it, but at the end of the day, you got to decide, like, what are you looking for? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but there's things that I watch my parents do. So, so the one thing that I don't do a lot of is I don't do a lot in the kitchen. My, my wife and I had a, a, a fallout, a major fallout behind that. And I was like, yo, I ain't going to do it no more because my wife is super picky. And, you know, I kind of took that. I was like, look, let's not make this contentious no more. Like, you do food and I'm not going to do it. But there are other <laughs> I areas I love the negotiation that, there. No it, was, it was real. No, it, was real. it Hey,
2: look at the negotiation. He said, yeah. you do it and I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no Deal? That. We're done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's no, true. but we had, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, I'm still- Oh, no, point, I know,
2: I, trust me. I know what you're you. talking about. When you burn, yeah. look, we put your hand on the fire and get burnt. You like, okay, don't touch that Too many that again. times.
0: Too many times. So I'm like, look, I'm not going to fight no more. We're not going to do this. But now so there are other areas done. That's that's still an area that I'm going to work on. I'm not quitting like I'm never going, to, you know, do nothing. It's still an area that I got to so you talk about ego. I got to just humble myself and get back to that at some point. So that's growth for me, but I'm just saying there's other areas. That I just got to let stuff go. Like just being real. Like I want my house to What he just said? I want happiness all around me. You know what I'm saying? So I think I read a quote today and I think um, it, it's, it's fitting. Like, people think that they have time. Like, I think that's the big misconception that people have. Like, we're going to get it right at some point. You ain't got no time, bro. So, mm. I'm just saying, like, if you want to be happy, like, bro, start doing it today. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, start doing it today. Like, it ain't no guarantee that you're going to be married happily another three years. Right. It ain't no guarantee that, you know what I'm saying? Right. You can't guarantee that. You got to make this thing happen. So, the, the misconception, and y'all can take this to every other area, the big misconception that we live with is that we have time. Like, keep thinking about that. You do not have the time you think. We all think we're going to live to 80 years old or 90 years old. And and that somehow we think that we're not going to catch no diseases. We're going to live to, like, a healthy 90-year-old and just die. Like, you don't you don't have time. Like, people being diagnosed with stuff daily that they That's didn't right. plan for. Like, That's it's right. happening daily. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's My wife right. at the dentist. Oh, I ain't even told y'all. My brother just had surgery this weekend. Wow. Like, out of nowhere. He lifted weights and pulled some muscle. Come to find out, like... Yeah, he and take it. This it happened a couple of months ago, but now, like his tendon from his like chest, like the chest to shoulder the little tendon or whatever, the the muscle there literally is ripped away from his shoulder, and the yeah, muscle started yeah, healing yeah, on through. itself. So there's no yeah. connection there now. So my brother just went and you know had to go 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 get surgery. They had to take a piece from his foot, see, to put in his arm. Like, what if my man don't walk again? You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. Like there's so many things that happen on a daily basis y'all that we just take for granted. You do not have those. So back to my man. You don't have the time you think. Create your happiness today, dog on it. I don't care what you feel. Like self-talk. Tell yourself, "Alright, this is what I feel and my wife might be wrong, but you know what? I'm going to err on the side of her wrongness and we're going to be happy today." Like I'm going to just suck that up for now. And I'm not saying compromising every error for something that You know you you spiritually connected or you got some strong thing about like discuss it with her but i'm saying all the other stuff like all the other stuff like it ain't that deep if it's just you versus her it ain't that deep like you can let that go and let me just end it like this and i think it'll be a happier experience at the end of the evening if y'all can get on the same page by by, you know like by noon that day y'all on the same page your chances are your evening will end a lot better if you can let that ego go so i'll end it there yeah
2: Yeah, hip-hop preacher gonna shed a little a little light yeah,
0: on just, that. I, I, I just, for me,
1: I always say this, guys. Like, for real, and it may, you know, it may be an anomaly, but I, I, I just didn't have a lot of success by myself. You know, I didn't finish school. You know, I'm 16, living in abandoned buildings. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't have a lot of success. So, so it's not, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, I don't go home and there's no trophies on our wall that Eric got when he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that experience. You know what I'm saying? I didn't play football really like that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I ran track, but like didn't do well enough to my grades, to stay in it. You know, so really I was a troubled child. So I didn't really do a lot of I didn't have a lot of success. You know, I didn't bring my parents a lot of pride, you know, as a teenager. You know what I'm saying? So for me, all my success has come from, you know, that flamingo and connecting with the right people, you know. So so it's a lot, you know, it's a lot easier for me to be humble because I haven't experience success like i'm not the dude that didn't get help writing the paper you know what i'm saying i had to get tutoring to pass a test you know what i'm saying so for me it's just a little it's a little harder i i see it as an advantage sometimes even though i hate you know that i put my parents through all of that you know what i'm saying um you know and i don't have things to really show my children about my past it was funny my mom was saying the other day and i'm not saying it has anything to do with it but my mom was like yo i need pictures for the book and she's like yo we just don't have a lot of photos you know back in the day and i know a, a little bit she she i don't know i have to talk to her but i think a little bit has to do with for real we had so much we like going to see counselors like we went through a lot you know what i'm saying so it wasn't like a lot of fun time you know not that my parents weren't fun but i was just doing so much crazy stuff and just at a real negative place you know that i didn't really start having success until i started connecting with other you know people so it's it's easier for me to say, yo E, don't don't try to act like you that deep because if the right people walk out your life, you know what I'm saying, like for real, you could be back where you were before, you know what I'm saying, but because you have the right people in your life, as long as you play your role and do your part, you know, you're gonna be straight. So even in the company, there are times when I just like say, hey, I relinquish it. Not that I want to, but I can really say like, yo, you better at that than me, and it only makes sense since you're better at that than me to let you do it. So. I don't know if that makes sense, but just not having a lot of success as a teenager, you know what I'm saying, um, not finishing school and stuff like that, you just don't have a lot to hang your, like, you ain't, you, you know, it's harder to have an ego because you haven't really had, you know, a lot of success, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, I just, I I, I just want to be happy, bro, and, uh, that's yeah. it. you know what I'm saying, uh, like, I'm on Carl level, I'm just, you know uh, what I mean, I'm not, Bro, I'm I, I I could care less the ego. I'm like at the end of the day, if you got your ego intact, but y'all beefing, I'm like, what exactly? What's, right? What you got?
0: What you win? Yeah, uh, e- right. I'm just saying, it's oh, just right.
2: simple mathematics. It's like okay, yeah, you, you got right. your ego. I'm talking about your ego strong as ever, but you pissed. I'm like, I'm not really sure what that gets you. So I just never understood the logic, and so um, not hey, to say Michigan? I'm not prideful, just like anybody else. But yeah, I'm willing to, yeah, I'm willing to take a L. I ain't that. Hey.
0: Michigan L4 cold w. for too long. E, you hear me? Yeah. Michigan is too cold yeah. for too uh, long, yeah. not for me to have somebody yeah. next yeah. to me at night. Oh, that's, that's why Michigan I ain't there right now. The rise oh, yeah. of
2: Dirty Santa. Yes, I knew Carl was hiding a little Dirty Santa comment under there, somewhere. Unbelievable! All the way to the end of the podcast <laughs> to show your true colors. Let's you know see your true. And gonna, you could have just said that. We could have ended the whole segment 20 minutes ago. Carl <laughs> waited all the way I see to the your end. Your true colors right, that's shining why through. I love you. Yeah, the true color. Yeah, wow, unbelievable. The grown man. The return of the grown man gifts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, um, I got to go. Y'all got to go. I got stuff to do. Y'all got stuff to do. Um, any any parting shots, anything? Oh, man, join Breathe University. Go to breatheuniversity.com. What are y'all doing with your life if you're not in BU, if you're not a part of this squad? People have meetups all over the world. Uh, man, it's been fantastic. We got on the call every Thursday. Uh, myself, Josh, Jamal, uh Carl E hosting the call on Sundays. We on the calls, man. Just incredible content, online community. Quest,
1: Quest with the marriage boy. Every quest Sunday. with the marriage wow.
2: stuff. Oh man, Quest's been killing the marriage stuff too, yeah. man. Shout out to oh, Quest. You yeah. did an amazing job on the cruise. It's just fun, man. It's just a fun time to be connected to the community, man. If you've been feeling heavy, if you've been feeling down, if you just need a, a strong yeah, community to be a part of. Bro. Yeah, yeah y'all Come, yeah, definitely, man. Come rock with us, man. We're having a great time. It's literally a blast. I tell people all the time when they ask, like, "What's the biggest accomplishment you guys have?" I'm like, "Be you all day." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we literally have a family in a community yeah. of. Thousands of people who just like rock with you. You can go to any city. They got your back. You say BU, it's like a real fraternity, you know, sorority. Like we really take care of one another. We got everybody from multi mega millionaires to, you know, people, man, who just, you know, working their stuff out, trying to get it figured out, man. And um, it's really, you know, awesome to watch people like, you know, a Jamal connect with somebody who just graduated from college like two weeks ago and mentor them. And I think, man, uh, it it would be uh, amazing, you know, to have you guys apart. So you guys listen to the podcast already faithfully, man. Come join us on a regular basis. Jump on the phone and talk to us. Yes, we are on the calls. People always write in on that. Are you guys really? Is E T really like no? E is on every. He probably. I don't think he's missed a call. Like look, like even when I think E, I'm like, oh, he got a flight. He might not be able to make this call. He's still. You still hear his voice on there. He was on the plane on the call, right? I'm like, wow, so um listen man this is a real family that we're a part of breatheuniversity.com go check us out man if you like it stay in if you don't man drop we don't we don't hold anybody to any contracts we don't have six months sign up for eight months you literally month to month, and we believe that. And the reason we have such a high retention rate is because we deliver on exactly what we say we're going to deliver on. So shout out to all our Breathe you, our current Breathe you family. We love you. And uh, if you're looking to join an excellent community, man, full of like-minded folks, join BreatheUniversity.com. That's it for me. Uh, you guys could go on iTunes and leave us a review as well. Um, that would be great. we we still we got another few years to rock this thing out. Who knows? We might run this <laughs> another 10, 20 years until uh, we we feel like uh, you guys have gotten sick of us. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you. E, give us that nugget of the day. Let us get out of here, man.
1: Man, guys, for real. Like, don't be like, oh, E, that's old school. Um, But for real, man, you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, man, know when to run. Like, for real, some of y'all, you know, like we said earlier, you know, you letting your pride get in the way. And for real, you gotta know when to hold them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta know when to stand your ground and just say like, yo, for real, these are my values. These are my principles, I stand on them. But then you also gotta know when to say, you know what, I gotta let this go. Because what I could lose in the process of winning, it's not worth it, you know what I'm saying? I could lose my marriage, or I could lose my relationship with my children, or you know, I could lose um, a relationship with a business partner. That, if you were calm and in your right mind, you would never say some of the things that say. you say. Know, so I really do need you to, to, to get that breathing technique You know, when you get pissed, I need you to breathe in, breathe out about 10 times. And look, for real, I never want you to say something from this day forward that you like, why did I say that? Like, I never want you to be at a place of regret. And so bring your tone down, you know, bring that tone down. You know what I'm saying? Watch your body language, right? And think it through. Is this a time to hold it? Is this a time to fold it? Is this a time to walk away or is this time to run? And I'm telling you, if you can embrace that principle, right, and apply it to every situation, I guarantee you, man, like we've been rocking about 15 plus years and y'all see the magic, not that happens individually, but the magic that happens collectively. And this type of magic, man, it wouldn't, I see people do podcasts and I'm like, yo, I mean, you can do a podcast, but you just met my man. Like you and my man don't have no relationship. You and homegirl, y'all ain't got no relationship. So it's not gonna come off the same way. And so there are certain things that happen in relationship, that happen in loyalty, that happen in commitment, that happen in forgiveness, that happen in you just, you know, growing up and being mature like Carl said, and just say, hey, you know what? This is something that I have to deal with. I can't make this about them. So you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run, because it's not worth losing, right? It's
2: not worth losing, it's your boy ET. Hey, appreciate that negative today, Carl. Appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all. We'll see you next week.
1: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make that You concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.